Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Oh Honey the Podcast. I'm Rayleigh. I'm Reagan. What are we on? Week 15? 16? <sighs> yeah, something like that. Um, Long time. I know. We just want to thank you guys again. I feel like we do every week, but we are so thankful because we have so much fun doing this. Yeah, this has been so fun. And we hope that it's helping someone. Yes. Everyone, but we hope it's helping at least one person. And it has been good for me and you. I feel like we've grown a lot. Our relationship, but it's helped our relationships with God grow. Oh, gosh, yeah. A lot. A ton. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what we need, growth. 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 Okay. Speaking of growth, this week, I... Can you hear me? Yeah. I feel like we could talk about... So, if I'm being transparent, I took me a little rest from a Bible. Okay. Felt like it was needed. I was about to say, sometimes that's necessary. Yeah. I felt like... um, Well, I felt like, and I was encouraged to just kind of take a step back and be really still. I was literally, whenever you said that, that made me think that would be something good to tell Reed. Because sometimes you can get so caught up in it and so overwhelmed. So you can, I think that sometimes you can get a little too analytic with everything, like, and you I'm confuse so into, yourself. I, you're more you're confusing yourself more than if you will just take some time. You know what God's word says. Just sit and listen. Mm-hmm. Just be still. You don't have to be over productive. Just chill for a minute. Right. And I think that God wants us to do that sometimes. So I felt that it was necessary for me. And like I said, I was encouraged to. Um so I did, and I felt very good, like really refreshed. Oh, I did. But then I did start to notice after like that first week, probably, I kind of, I don't know, like I just caught myself kind of feeling like bitter and just like some weird emotions like that I knew were coming from the devil that aren't normal for you. And I think that maybe, yeah, but maybe that's why God needed me to be so still for such, like, that period of time. Maybe that was one of the lessons that he was trying to teach me. Like, okay, I'm going to show you that you've been in my word. You've been really adamant about following me and listening for me and, you know, being intimate in your relationship with me. But sit still and look at what's going to happen if you don't continue that. Mm. Like, what if what if these blessings start coming and these answers to your prayers are happening and you think, oh, okay, sweet, I'm, good I'm there. Now. I can take a step back. Right. I think that that was maybe, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Your husband. I know. I think that maybe that's what he was showing me through that is... If you do not stay in tune with me, what are you laughing at? Just out of all the times that people decide to call me. I know. Our phones never ring. Never fails that it's... But we are two popular gals when this starts. No, literally. Yeah. Um, 
I literally told him that I would call him later. I said, okay, don't worry about it. I'll call you back later. Shows how well he listens. Luke. But I think that maybe that was a lesson that God was just trying to reveal to me that if it's fine to take a break, it's fine to rest in God's word, but that does just because you're to a place that you say you've always wanted to be in, in your relationship with God, that doesn't mean that the devil is going to leave you alone. Right. Oh no. He's not going to stop. Come at you harder. So I think in that time, or like I said, I started to notice myself like with these emotions and I don't know. Like I could just feel it. Like I just, I felt him like get a little stern stick out and he was like, he was getting ready to start mixing it up again. So I knew right then, like, okay, my break's over. Got to get back in the work. Lord, diving back in. No, I do. But, and I really, really admire though, your mindset towards that. Thanks girl. Because you could easily look at that and well, okay, I feel like he told me to kind of take a step back and take a break, but now look what he's doing in my life. Yeah. Like, instead of looking at that and learning from it, like, whoa, okay, I think this is what he's trying to teach me, instead of, look at what he's doing to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of, like, placing that blame, like we've said before, you looked at that as a learning experience. Thanks. And just like a... Almost like, not in like an arrogant way, but for God to be like, I'm going to prove a point. Like, watch. Well, because I think, I mean, me specifically, but I'm sure a lot of us, like, you can never be in God's word enough. But like you said, I feel like when you're in it so much, you can get over analytic. You can get too, like... Analyze you're every too nitpicky thing. about mm-hmm. what you're hearing. Oh, who is that? Who is this? What is that? And like I said, we know God's word. You know what his word is and what it says. Now, even when you take that rest, that was just a way for him to show me. I feel like, okay, wherever I'm taking you in life, I haven't revealed that to you yet or whatever. That doesn't mean that you don't need to be in my word constantly right? because the devil will seep in, in those little cracks. And he obviously did like, it's not like I had some major meltdown, you know, I didn't fall off my rocker, but, uh, I did. I just noticed myself just irritable. Yeah. I was a little grumpy. Just a little bit. That's a little grumpy for a couple days. <gasps> I'm going to agree with you too. Then maybe you need to get back in the water. Rayla Carmen, take constructive criticism. You don't have to fire back. Okay. That was not a negative thing. I was simply just agreeing with your you statement. Could tell, you could tell that I was getting grumpy. Yes. Oh. Well, thank you. Why didn't you tell me? Because you were like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Well, then God taught me my lesson and he showed me what he was trying to teach me. Because I know. And I learned. I knew that you... Honey, I just walk with you. I Thanks just try not to poke the bear sometimes. So I just am like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then later on, we can look back around and I'll be but like. see, I came to my realization. You did. And that was not my, that was what God was trying to teach you. I did not intervene with his. Did you know that? Did you know I was going to say that? No, I didn't. That was good. That was very good. That's what I was saying. I admire your mindset on that because, and we were talking earlier, I think think that goes hand in hand just like with Greg's sermon on Sunday mm-hmm. what your heart is the wellspring 
of your soul, like your life. Like yeah. that is so. It's where it all flows. Yes. And he gave like a reference of one, you take a gallon of water, spring water, whatever, the most pure water that you can find and put two eye drops of bleach in no, it. No, dirty water. Was it dirty water? Spring yeah. water's clean. <laughs> no, he was saying like if you had like creek water or something, like if you were out in the wild, like, and you needed water. So I miss, okay, creek, then, not spring. Yeah, then. If you take two eye drops of bleach, it will completely purify, purify that water. Yeah. Two drops and a gallon. A, yeah, you think of how small two eye, eye drops. drops are to a gallon of water. And he was like, so what you are putting in to your heart will affect what comes out of it. Oh, absolutely. And just the tiniest bit of something can completely mm -hmm. taint and that's what, that water. Yeah, when you think, oh, well, man, I don't really need to be in God's Word today. Like, I only have five minutes. Like, even in those little slivers of time, it's just, I don't know, like, it's almost like just that muscle memory. Like, mm -hmm. when you do that and you're in that Word, like, whether or not you really got anything out of it, that's going to be in your mind. Like right. whatever situation you face or whatever, like, okay, well, oh yeah, well that is what I read today. So it doesn't have to be some big study every single day. Right. Read a but verse, literally two just verses. Putting the word of God into your into body, your heart and mind every single day. That affects what flows from it mm -hmm. because it's so easy to let the devil in. And, and let, let negativity him affect what flows from it. Right. Um, no, I do agree because it's just the smallest thing that can taint the water of your heart, you mm -hmm. know, and whatever you're putting into it is what's going to come out of it. Yeah. So if I'm putting negativity in my heart or surrounding myself with negative people or negative situations, mm -hmm. you know, not honoring God, that's what's going to flow from me. Flow, yeah. Is. I saw another video, uh, it was like related to that, but this guy, he had a bowl of water, he was doing a sermon, but he had the bowl of water and he sloshed it around and the water obviously came out of it. And he asked everybody what came out of the bowl. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it's not a trick question. Like literally just answer the question. Obviously it was water. Like he was standing up there shaking the bowl and... That was the point. That was the bottom line. That what you put into that bowl is what's going to come, gonna out, come out. So yes. fill yourself thing. What with what you put into your heart. The love of God. Yeah. The joy. You know, let that be what overflows whenever someone bumps into you. Not. Instead of elbowing them. Yeah. Don't be elbowing. Just let the water flow. <laughs> let the water That's flow. That's Reagan's growth. Usually she would throat punch somebody. <laughs> you grouchy sometimes. Really? Just because I agreed with your grouchiness does not mean that you have to keep attacking me. I'm sorry. I'm not attacking I don't have to come down with you. <laughs> you don't have stay to bring above, me down with above. you. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. I know I used to be grumpy. Mm -hmm. You are better, though. Thank you. I can tell. Really? Yeah. I do try. I, I did Sometimes used to you get a little... Uh, you ride the rumble strips. But yeah, but I feel like it's totally different, though. Like... Used to, I wouldn't even say grumpy, but I was very irritable. Not even well, no, not, not even, even irritable. Just, no, you were just ready to pop off. On I was somebody. about to like, say my reaction. You were waiting for somebody to say, say something, something sideways. 
I would. The time was ticking. Yeah. But no, I can communicate there for a little bit. No, that's scared of her. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But no, I think that's growth. And I do. I just feel like God. My reaction time is a little slower than it used to be. That's good. It is. Um, But, and I do feel like it's because what I'm putting into my heart is different than what I used to. Mm -hmm. It's more positive. It's more uplifting, you know, loving, God honoring than used to when I was ready to rumble with somebody (laughs) at any given moment, you know? And that. Top a top again. (laughs) Let me give it a go. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) I thought that was real. It was. I did swallow then. Um, Um, But I think that that doesn't even have to necessarily be huge things. Like, I've noticed it lately. And when you showed me that video earlier, I kind of thought this about, like, who you said we could go see in concert that would be fun. But, like, even music. Oh, my gosh, You don't realize the effect. Because I love listening to music. Like, I don't know. Just soothes me. I will say, though, anytime I get in my car... Very rarely do I turn on anything but worship music. That's how I am now, and especially by myself. But like when the boys are in there, you know, I got a little, bump, I got a bump a little ACDC, <laughs> little soldier boy, little soldier boy. This can we say that on this podcast for being serious? I don't know. I guess <laughs> I think it's funny. Okay, we were in the car the other day, and Carter. He loves Back in Black, Pour Some Sugar on Me, and Thunderstruck. Those are his three. Um, favorites right now, which is great because we were on Snap Your Fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> he obviously doesn't know what they're saying, but it's so funny to watch him in those songs. And after Back in Black went off the other day, he said, Mom, play that, uh, play that, crank that hoe. Crank that hoe song. You gotta say trank. Trank that hoe. Yeah, trank. he can't say a C, so he says trank. But I was like, huh? He said, you know that song? Twank that hoe. And he was talking about Soldier Boy. And I was like, oh, Rayleigh okay. started laughing and he was like, What's funny? Yeah, he did not think it was funny. And I turned it on and I looked back and he was like, <laughs> Get ready. I just thought that was so funny. They're so innocent. It is so funny. Which I'm not going to lie, that's <clears throat> hard for me. I do listen to worship music majority of the time. Like, that's literally usually all I have on. But I'm not going to lie. Lord, forgive me, but I do love a little trap rap sometimes, you know? No, I do, too. A little throwback rap. Rayleigh used to dog me, too, because when we went to the gym, I couldn't be bumping to the <laughs> turn graves into gardens, honey. No, I had I can't either. I can't do that. to Eminem. Ray bumps to Eminem. But I like the, like, throwback raps, like, all give the me classics. One. Give me one. Like, snap your fingers. That just really gives my blood flowing. <laughs> snap your fingers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that's bad because some of those songs, but now not all of them. Some of those, I mean, they're still not great songs, but some of them are not as bad as like, Others? like WAP, like from Nicki Minaj. <laughs> like yeah. when I hear those songs now, I'm like, does your mother listen to this in the car and think like that? My baby my girl, baby singing that. Yeah. No, it is hard, but that I feel like is so hard because it is so normalized. So oh, yeah. if you don't listen to that kind of music. People are like, weirdo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is so hard. 
I feel like that's one of the hardest things about being a follower of God is the stuff that is so normal that you're not. That you don't think music is a perfect example. But that you're not like that, you know, you shouldn't partake in. Like, it's so hard to be that one person that's like, no, like I'm not. Because then what's going to happen? Like, you're going to be criticized. You're going to be mocked. You're going to be made fun of. You're going to, people aren't going to like you. Mm -hmm. Like, I watched, I think it was Maddie Pruitt saying something about that the other day. Like, and (laughs) we have said this, but talking about Jesus, like, I think me and you talked about this because I said, you have said why, like, if he, if God wasn't going to let us suffer, like, he would have never let Jesus suffer in this earth. Like, if God wanted life that? to be comfortable, Jesus would have never left heaven. Okay, yes, that. Well, Maddie was saying, too, like, uh, <laughs> she was talking about how we as Christians, that is something that the devil can use. Like, if we know... Obviously, we stand our ground against those big sins like, oh, no, I'm not smoking weed. No, I'm not drinking. I'm not getting right. drunk. I'm not. No, I'm not going to do the huge sins. I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah. Then he will use those little things, the worldly acceptable things. Choices. Yes. To like to hold you captive in that place because obviously That's Jesus was hated. Literally just like what we talked about last week by being chained to your choices. Mm-hmm. The devil's not going to come at you with a full chain. He's going to come at you with a link. One little thing. That's not as intimidating. He's not going to come at you with, like, hey, go kill somebody. Yeah. He's going to come at you with, why don't you just go out and drink tonight? Yeah. Or just don't tell him that's where you were. Yeah. Little things. Little tiny things. That will build and build yeah. and build and build. And yeah. that is what pours out of people. Yeah. Whenever... They're in those negative and doing things that they know they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. But that's just like, that blows my mind though. Because when I think about it, you know, you think like, well, they're doing something that they know they shouldn't be, but God still loves them. Yeah. God still forgives them. Like, that's what I feel like has resonated with me the most is... To try my very best, because why would I not try to get to know somebody, try to build a relationship, and give it my absolute all for someone that literally died so I didn't have to pay for any of my mistakes? That you're obviously going to make. Right. Yeah. But, like, the fact that he was that selfless to die for me and for my sins, I'm not going to let anything but positivity, yeah. love, kindness pour out of me because I know that's what he wants and that I want to be like him. Yeah. I want that to be but saying what that pours out of me. Obviously, as Christians, we want to be as Christ-like as possible. And I don't know if we've said it on here, but like even when I listen to some of those worship songs, like if you truly listen to the words of what they are saying, like it's deep. Yeah. And if you really consider what it's going to take for you to live a Christ-like life. It's a sacrifice. It looks the total opposite. Like, you think that living a Christian life is going to look so easy and everybody's just going to love you and flock to you. Unicorns and roses. No. And that's such a reality check for me and that 
it makes me appreciate this walk even more when I can look at God or at Jesus's life that he lived. He was literally perfect mm-hmm. and people sinless, still perfect. And he was so hated. Mm-hmm. So why, why would I consume myself with the worry of, Oh, well they don't like me. Mm-hmm. But, and don't that's such let, a struggle for me. Right. But like, that's, I feel like what, like we're, I guess we're trying to say is like, don't let those people taint your water. No. Literally, Jesus, there's always going to be somebody. Jesus was perfect. And he was still hated. I wasn't laughing what? at you necessarily. I just feel like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but that Jesus. Ooh. Jesus was perfect. Yeah. Literally did not ever commit a sin and people still hated him. They couldn't so stand there him. is literally so nothing that you can do in this life that's ever gonna please everybody. No. So that's you're always gonna have that one person that is trying to bring you down, that one person that doesn't like you, mm-hmm. that doesn't like the decisions you make. Okay. And there are so I saw this the other day and I thought of me and you, but like <laughs> I thought of me and you. <laughs> Queen. He was saying not in an ugly way, but he was just talking about um, like your walk with God. And it was saying that a lot of unbroken or (coughs) a lot of unhealed people are going to be very intimidated by your light, but you shouldn't dim your light for them. Mm. That is so good. And I thought that that is something I think that that's one of the biggest things that God has been teaching me through my walk because I am such a people pleaser and not that like, not that I'm like a butt kisser, but <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I don't think I am. I don't think I'm like a butt kisser. I just you want can be to who literally anybody. I don't think I like kiss their butt. I just want everybody to like, get along and be happy and like I want everybody to I don't know just be meshed you know I don't think I'm not like going out of my way to but But I just like I don't know and I felt that was something that the devil kept me in for so long was thinking that to be godly You've got to be liked by everyone. To be godly, you have to be a doormat. Yeah. And Bradley that's actually the, doormat. the complete opposite. Well, because I thought for so long that that was my calling. It, not my... <laughs> what? To be a doormat? No, not my calling. I con- knew no. that I was supposed to be a doormat. Welcome. Literally. <laughs> no. Welcome to my home. Not like that. No, but I felt like for so long that that was my standard of... You okay? Yes. Of being a Christian was I had to like take the beating from everybody. Like I couldn't have an opinion. I couldn't disagree. I couldn't be in conflict with anyone and be godly. It is kind of crazy that you and I are so close. Because we are so different. Well, yes. I feel like we're more similar now. But we were like two totally different people. Rayleigh was the type that felt like she had to take the beating for everybody else. 
And I was the person that was willing to give the beating. <laughs> yes. But not in like a bad way. No. I just wanted to. But that's even like me. Like, but I was very strong headed and yeah. felt like I was very confident in the way that I felt. And you were not going to make me feel yeah. otherwise. You were not going to make me feel less than you. But see, I was in mine was at fault just as bad because I'll, even though I wouldn't necessarily always say something like I would let it build and build and build and build because I still have my opinions. I'm not afraid to stand up for myself. I just have confused for so long that my role as a child of God and as a woman of God is to be quiet, <laughs> be the peacemaker. Yeah. And that if it's not peace, it's not God, which it's not. But I felt like that was all my responsibility. Right. Like, I was at fault and I was doing something wrong if every situation wasn't peaceful. Right. If every relationship wasn't working. Like... That it fell on you. It was my right. weight to carry because I'm not being godly enough. Well, if it's not being... If it's not working and if we're not getting along, then I'm not doing my part as a Christian. Right. Because Christians shouldn't have... Conflict, I guess, is what I always thought. And that's right. not true. But really, the reality of it is know what pours out of you. Know what you're putting into your heart because that's what's going to come out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was a big thing for me. And I think that's a big thing for everybody. Like, just be very cautious of what you let into your heart because that is going to affect your whole body. Yeah. Your mind, physically, mentally, spiritually. It's going to affect all of you. So... Let Jesus flow from your heart. Guard your heart. Yes, guard your heart. Seriously. You need to work on cutting me off better. Yeah, I know. But it's very abrupt. That's okay, guys. Just really, I think the bottom line is guard your heart. Be very cautious of what you let in it because it can taint it very quickly. Oh, yeah. And with a with minimal amount. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the devil knows. Any sort of distraction, that's an end for him. Mm -hmm. But, okay, let's give her a quick prayer. Okay. Rushing me again. I know. Here we go. Okay. Dear God, thank you so much for this day. Um, thank you for this time that you've given Reagan and I together. I pray that this podcast is reaching the right people and that you are speaking through Reagan and I to someone that needs it. Um, and I pray that this week our main focus can be to guard our hearts from anything that the devil has against us. I pray that you can help us to look to you, um, be still in your word, listen for you, and just to really, really focus on the things that we pour into our lives so that you can pour out of us. Um, please be with us throughout this week. Help us to shine your light, and we love you so much, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh, guys. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for this week. Until next time, y'all just always remember, Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, bye.